0: It's been a few days now, I still haven't weighed in on Israel-Palestine. I honestly don't know who to post. Usually it's easy, BLM, bang, Ukraine, bang, COVID, bang. Hey, did you do your Israel-Palestine post yet? I've never missed a stance. So who'd you go with? I look at my phone, I see a lot of Republicans supporting Israel, so I go, maybe stay away from that. Then I see a lot of the people we've been calling Nazis supporting Palestine, but then get this, the people that we've been calling them Nazis with are happy Israel's getting attacked. Riddle me that, but there really is no easy answer here. Did you do your Israel-Palestine post yet? No. What does your manager think of that?
1: I'm retired.
0: Oh, you don't have representation right now? Obviously, I was at the front lines of getting mad at Kanye West when he was doing the anti-Semitism stuff. Everyone was thanking me for standing up for the Jewish community. So naturally, I'm seeing this happen. I go, okay, we're back with the Jews again. I see Kylie Jenner post for Israel. I think, okay, the word's in. Then, boom, she's getting killed on every angle. So it's not Israel. So I started doing a bit more research. I'm seeing queers for Palestine. And generally, you want to be on the side of the queers. If you look at the things, you're not going to get in trouble if you go with what the queers are saying. Then Mia Khalifa, who we obviously support, is posting with the queers. And she's getting fired from her job the whole reason I'm posting this is to get in better standing with my job. And by the way, I started to see that Your Silence is Noted post popping up. So we're running out of fucking time. here. If you had to pick, who would you say? I would stay out of it like I told you. But if you kind of have to choose, which no, is I sort of what a on. situation I feel like I am find myself you know, in. I don't want but you don't understand, <laughs> I got to post to support one of them. I know to you, it might be like, oh, who cares what he thinks? A buddy of mine booked a Geico commercial from his Ukraine TikTok. So it happens. Feels like we like decolonizing. What, what is decolonize? Is that just like killing the people? That's literally what I was saying, man. Because normally it's pretty easy. I don't know what the answer this ones I just want to post one of the flags and sort of be done with it it's tougher than you think. I'm getting yelled at if I post Palestine. I'm getting yelled at if I post Israel. Right. It's starting to feel like if anything I'm the victim here. I'm looking on the internet. I see Jews for Palestine. I kid you not. Also, I'm watching the parades. We're talking <laughs> Times Square. Between me and you, when I see a bunch of brown people having a parade, I think it's a pretty safe bet to be on their side. Never failed me before. I mean, people are probably <laughs> texting each other right now wondering where my statement is. Israel though probably, right? Yeah. For me, it's a little more complicated as a Gentile, you know what I'm saying? Maybe if I look at who's getting censored, that's a good place to look, like follow the YouTube warnings. And then I'm looking at UN women, I'm thinking, you know, follow the sniz. whatever the women say is usually pretty good. They're just posting random shit that has nothing to do with it. Trans <laughs> lesbians, or lesbians. Can I just go with that? Just like a random blanket post, just be like, hey lesbos, just so you know, lesbos with dongs are still lesbos. Stop avoiding the dong lesbos. I can't, I, I feel like it's the wrong move. Are you going Israel or Palestine, you thinking? No be. Oldest trick in the book, my friend. I wish I could do the same. (laughs) Okay, so like, if Native people in America took down some girls at Coachella, I'd probably be like with the Natives against me, right? Like, that seems right. I can can talk to my representation for you if you're... No, it's
1: okay.
0: Palestine's got to have Jewish people there, right? Like, Palestine, isn't that... Am I being messed with here?
2: Yes, that is the key right there at the end. He got it. That was Ryan Long about how he doesn't know who to support in this current conflict that he hasn't picked a side yet because he doesn't know what's politically correct yet, what the right answer is. That character he's playing is woke, right? He's a woke actor trying to keep his job and doesn't know how to pick a stance here. (laughs) But good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Morning Yank. This is our morning show on the Sean Yankee Show page. And I am really glad to see you guys here. We got a lot to get into. Uh, I got a lot for you today. We got memes coming up. And then we have a massive what she said. It's like a 10-minute what she said. I couldn't cut it, you know. I tried to cut it. I cut it as much as I could. But most of what she said, we need to hear. We being specifically me, I need to hear it, you know. It's a lot of stuff that I need to hear. You might need to hear it too. I hope you do. But we're going to get to that. We're going to get to what she said here in a little while. But this is the morning yank. This is where we gather and talk about things and start the week. You know, Right now, the news is wall-to-wall Israel still. It's still flooded with that. I had to dig and dig and dig to find some stuff that didn't have anything to do with Israel. We do have a few things to talk about today that have nothing to do with that. But a lot of it's going to. And I'm honestly dreading the news tonight. I'm dreading putting it together because I'm like, "Ah, I don't want... I'm debating myself in my head right now. I was about to say I don't want to talk about this, but I'm like, dude, is that true? Like, maybe we should. Maybe we should talk about it. Maybe it's a good time to talk about it. You know, I don't believe what's what's being said that's coming out of Israel uh, according to what the attack that took place and the propaganda afterwards, you know, like the cutting the head off babies and all that. I think we're being manipulated. And the actions of Israel since the beginning of this are doing nothing to deter that opinion. It's atrocious what they're doing. You know, they've killed over 600 babies themselves, children. 600 something children in eight days of of an invasion. An invasion on people with no army, you know. There's all kinds of problems with it. we'll get into that later. I'm sure we won't be able to avoid it. I'm sure it'll fall out of my mouth. But I just am blown away by all the people supporting it. That's messing me up. But I I get weird. Like, I shouldn't focus my attention in in places that upset me. That's what they want, by the way. There's plenty of people that are anti-war. Plenty of people that think we're being played here. And I should focus there. You know, I should look at that. Because like we have said over and over again, and it's important to keep reminding ourselves, it only takes 3%. It only takes 3% to stand against and put a stop to this stuff. We'll we'll achieve that. I really do think we will. It would be really sad in the apocalypse, in the Mad Max times that are to come if we don't do something, to be sitting around the campfire telling our grandchildren we couldn't pull together 3%. Wouldn't that be sad to have to explain that, to be like, hey, we could have put a stop to this at any time if 3% of us could have gotten together and stood united and not been distracted. That would be a shitty story to have to tell around the campfire. I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to be telling our grandchildren that kind of shit that, yeah, we let it all go to shit because we couldn't come together. We couldn't unite. We were easily distracted. Anytime we started to unite, they would shine, jiggle something shiny in front of us, and we'd get off in seven different directions every time we tried to unite. So, yeah, that's why we're sitting here with nothing in the Mad Max times, because we couldn't come together. And we got a lot of problems with that kind of stuff, don't we? You know, you know someone else that can't come together? Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. Jada Pinkett is went nutty, man. She's putting Will Smith on blast. Like, I think think I've looked at this Will Smith thing all wrong. I'm starting to feel like that's an emasculated man. That is a man that's been neutered, destroyed by... Is Is she a succubus? I'm looking at her right now. I know you can't see her. Maybe I should bring her up on screen so you can see her. But is she a literal succubus? Was she put on this earth to suck Will Smith dry? (laughs) She's acting like she don't even know Will Smith. She's like, I can't even believe he smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars and called me his wife because we ain't been together in seven years. They've been separated for seven years. And she's like, I don't even understand why he did that. I haven't called in my husband since last decade. She's terrible, man. The shit she's saying. And and there's another article that I'm looking at right now from the New York Post where it says the headline is Jada Pinkett Smith confronts Will Smith gay rumors. Man, I know I don't follow celebrity news real close, but I follow the media pretty close. I'd never heard anything about Will Smith being gay. Is that a thing? that Did that go right over my head? I'm not in the Hollywood square. Like, I don't really pay much attention there. I, I can't even tell you the last movie I saw. Oh, yeah, I can. I don't remember the name of it, but it was the one about the demon. Damn it. It'll come to me soon. But it's very rare that I watch a movie, is my point. So I'm not that in on celebrity news. But is Will Smith being gay a thing? I never heard that before. Well, now it is. So Jada Pinker Smith has put that on blast that she's been banging rappers for seven years. She don't even know why Will Smith would call her his wife and he might be gay. She must be some curse placed on Will Smith for winning life's lottery and for being one of the luckiest people alive. That's the curse. It'd be like, you can have all these fantastic things, but we're going to put you with a soul-sucking succubus and that will be who you share your life with and make children with. You can be a big movie star. Make $20 million a picture. Have everything you've ever wanted. But it comes with a price. Right. Drew. Yes. Right. And she humiliated him on her show. She had him on her show. To tell the world. That she had been having an affair behind her back. But apparently they're living separate lives. You know. They're not even together. But. It seems like he doesn't want to accept that, or she's stringing him along in some kind of way that's damaging him psychologically. I don't know, because I still feel like the smack was fake. Don't you? Don't you feel like you'd be manipulated in every possible way? But then if you think about it, later on at that same Oscars, he was bowling while accepting his award and ranting about family and different things. She might be manipulating him as, having controlled him all this time, like even after coming out and blasting him and saying, oh yeah, he might be gay. She still says she doesn't want to divorce him. Get out of there. Will. get out of there, man. Your kids are mostly grown brother. I don't really support divorce. I'm not an advocate for it, but get out of there, man. Save some of your pride. Don't let her do this to you. Whatever she's, God on you, whatever has made her so mad at you that she wants to destroy you, you got to cut ties because she'll never stop, you know? That's just me talking to Will. As you know, he watches the morning yank. Totally, Drew, totally. The smack was propaganda, and the reason why I think that they did the smack is because viewership is so low in the Oscars, nobody gives a shit anymore. It's not just me that's pulled away from Hollywood and the movie industry. No one cares. Like, they just had that strike. They couldn't even drum up any support because no one gives a shit. Everybody's done with it. Joan says if she divorced him, she would lose out on his money. I think they live in California, so she would get half of it. But, you know, right now she has all of it. So why pull away if she don't care if she's just going to go out and bang rappers and live her best life while she's married to Will Smith? Why does she care? She gets to live on all that men in black money. She don't give a shit. She gets to do whatever she wants. Hey, Kalen. Kalen's holding down Rumble, and I'm glad to see it because Rumble is our most important platform. You know, I know that people haven't found the comment section over there yet, but once they do, it'll take off. Rumble is our best platform. It really is. It's not only our most important, but we get the most views over there too. It's just, we started in on Rumble when they were in their beta, they're just starting out. It's a new website. So we were in their beta, their comment section was really hard to find for a while, so the, the interaction is low there, you know, it's a boat they missed early on, but they've corrected that, the comment section's right under the video now, if you're watching on mobile, it is right under the video, and you won't even leave the video to comment, so don't think it's broken or anything, They fixed it, take part, but thank you Miss Kalen for holding it down, it is our most important platform. Because we've been getting kicked on Facebook pretty regular lately. Pretty regular lately. Getting taken down for what they call soliciting likes. I share the show the same amount of times every night. But maybe once or twice a week now, they're kicking it. Because they say I'm soliciting likes. Which is the only reason i thought you did anything on facebook like why would i create content for your page if i didn't want interaction and likes of my own why am i doing that for your site you know it's a a company that completely depends on user-created content and they're like oh no don't try to share it out though like fuck you that's just something else they're doing to censor and suppress and silence you I am too, Tracy. If you're talking about the movie I was talking about, she said I'm trying to remember that movie title. It was the movie about the demon that was on death row and uh, the atheist that was interviewing him. It was the last movie I saw. I hadn't seen a movie before that in over a year. I can't even believe I can't remember the title of it. But Nefarious. It was Nefarious. Nefarious was the title of that movie. That's what it was called. That was a really good movie. Very good. You know, Zach gave me a book the other day, he didn't give it to me. Let me read it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it though. I'm gonna have to find out where it's at. I don't remember the name of it, but it's about casting out demons. The art and practice of casting out demons and how that's an important part of Christianity and being a Christian is to understand that demons do inhabit people. And and, and knowing how to cast them out. So it's a really good book. I'm going to have to find out where that's at. He showed it to me in the car and I read like, I don't know, 10 pages of it. It's really good. I want to finish it. I feel bad for bringing it up now because I don't even know the name of it. You might be wanting to see it now too. I'll find out. I'll find out. And if you tune back in tonight for the show, I should know the answer to that. So me write that down for myself, find out the title of that book, because it was really good, and it was a religious book, you know, written by Christians about how to cast out demons, how to identify and cast them out, yes, Lolly, it was nefarious, that's what it was. Not only Facebook, Tracy, YouTube as well. She said, soon Facebook won't have any worthwhile content. Only what is the current bullshit. That's all they will have. And that will be pr- produced by AI. Uh, YouTube's the same way. The same way. And you know, YouTube is now trying to stop you from using ad blockers. If you use an ad blocker, you're having a lot of trouble using YouTube right now. And I know that because I use an ad blocker. And I'm not going to stop using my ad blocker. In my opinion, YouTube has enough fucking ads. You can't watch a video on YouTube without an ad popping up. And they're like three to five minute ads. I wouldn't care. And I would totally understand if it was like television and it was just quick commercials. But these are like three to five minute ads. I don't need the entire backstory of your company. If I'm in the shower listening to something and one of them ads comes on, I guarantee you I will never purchase your product. I don't know why a company would put a three to five minute ad on YouTube. Why would you do that? No one wants to hear the whole life story of your company. You do realize you're interrupting in a, a video. You're interrupting what they actually wanted to watch and they're, 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 uh, what they're really interested in. You're interrupting that. So be as quick and precise as you can. Don't make it to where they would never, ever support your business because you stole time from them. You know, I don't need my entire shower to be about you. Now when I get out and when I'm drying off and when I can finally skip your ad, I'm going to be like, I will never. By that time, I'm furious with you. I will never purchase anything from your company ever again. Anyone I find out has anything to do with you, I will boycott their company too because how dare you? Do me like that. And why would YouTube do you like that? Because the, they want you to pay for that YouTube red, right? They want you to pay for that subscription YouTube. That's expensive. That's really high. I think it costs more than I pay for Netflix. They're insane, dude. You, know, you don't have any real content left. You've taken it all down. You've subscribed censored and and wiped all of your real content from your site, why would I pay you to use it? I don't know how to segue into this. It's not... I don't want to build it up either, because it's not that important. Not that it's not important, but... Susan Summers... Suzanne Summers, rather, of Three's Company fame, died. She was 76, which I guess is a long life. I don't know if she was juiced up. I wonder that about everyone that dies anymore. If anyone dies, I wonder if they took the vaccine. It always crosses my mind. I'm like, did they do it? Did you inject that shit into you? But Suzanne Summers died. I remember her thigh master. My mom had one. I used to play with it when I was a kid. That thing would burn up your thighs, man. I am telling you, I bet if I would have had the dedication to stick with that, that I'd have some ripped ass thighs right now. Yeah, she's passed away. like it was a battle with breast cancer. That's terrible, you know especially because I feel like they know they know the cure for cancer. I feel like there is a cure for cancer and I feel like they know what it is. I feel like I'm holding it in my hand right now, but RSO is the cure for cancer. It's a shame that anyone dies from that anymore because, you know, I feel like they've known that for a long time. I don't mean to inhale so loudly in your ear. I can't help it. It's just really good weed. I'm, I'm smoking on cookie dose. What do you have? What are you smoking on out there? I've got cookie dose in my joint it's fantastic i really like it i also have wedding sherb but that's not what i'm smoking on right now what i'm smoking on right now is cookie dose well it has a light glazing of king dose og rosin on it it's a very nice joint very nice i hope you're smoking on something nice apricot seeds for cancer jones says that the vaccine makes cancer come back from remission with a vengeance that doesn't really surprise me that is 100 percent poison that they are tricking you into sticking in your body and you know they're tricking less and less this this last booster they put out the stats on that are really reassuring but you have to wonder how many people took the others You know, this is like the, what, seventh or ninth? I've lost track. The pharmaceutical industry went really nutty with this. They got a free pass and went pretty crazy with it. But it just blows me away that people would believe anything. Like this meme on the screen right now. It says that, uh, you know, me trying to understand how people can go back to trusting the mainstream media out of everything we've been through in the past three years. I just don't get it. You know, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand how you could do that. How you could believe them. They're like, oh, no, no, no. They're telling the truth now. This is true. This is true. I know that most of the time they're lying. Most of the time they're lying. But not now. This is true. That. This time I can believe them. It doesn't even make any sense to feel that way. You know, and... I'm trying to fight it. I know you don't have any idea what I'm talking about right now, but I'm trying to fight the pull the pull that they're trying to put on us to pull us into this Israel shit trying so hard i'm telling you i went through and and scoured the media i go to like you know 10 different sites and go through their whole pages try to find stories to talk about with you guys and it's all israel some more than others i was able to find some stuff that's not israel but It's very rare that you find anybody that's actually talking about truth with Israel. And as you know, the truth lays in the gray areas. It's always in the middle. But most of the right-leaning media, and I have found myself aligning with them a lot lately, Because the left is fucking insane. But most of the right-leaning media is is 100% into Israel. Oh, Israel's innocent. I was watching Awaken with JP the other day, and it was driving me insane. Because I was like six minutes into his video, and he probably said innocent Israelis 12 times. Israel is not innocent. They're not innocent here. And Hamas, for instance, this is supposed to be the Israel-Hamas war right now. Israel is at war with Hamas. Hamas attacked Israel. Hamas is a terrorist organization. But trace their history. They were created by Israel. And used, very useful to Israel, for a long time, a long period of time. And then now all of a sudden they're a big enemy. Now, follow this out a little bit. So Hamas, created by Israel, and then elected by Gaza to be their leader. It's like letting a wolf into the sheep chambers. Chamber, so then now they They pull off this false flag, which is what I think it was. I think it was allowed to happen. This is is, uh, Israel's 9-11. False flag attack to finish their agenda, to finish wiping out the Palestinian people. And now they're at 100% at war with Gaza. Off of Hamas, which is created by Israel, who has... A more powerful intelligence operation than we do in the Mossad. The Mossad is the most powerful intelligence operation on the planet. They created Hamas, and now they're using Hamas to justify treating innocent, unarmed civilians. soldiers, I guess. They think they can do this. Just wipe them out. And it's justified because Palestine is Hamas, is what they say. They're responsible. The civilians are responsible. Which is why it's okay that they've killed nearly 700 children so far in their invasion in Gaza. You know, everybody says Russia is so awful. But their numbers are nothing like that. Look it up, analyze them side by side for the invasion in Ukraine. Try to find out how many children Russia has killed. It's going to be much lower than, than upwards of 700. Killing men, women, and children, starving them out, cut off their water, power, like, you know, all that, food. Lolly says she doesn't understand why nobody, even other muslim countries don't want Palestinian refugees. That's something good to look into. I don't know. I don't know about that. And that's true, Tracy. The media is all propaganda wall to wall. That's all it is. 100%. So when they're aimed at something, united the way they are right now behind an agenda. You know that you're being manipulated. You know that right away. And like we had a meme in the bumper earlier about the propaganda that you'll consume during this time. And the time of mass deceit which we're under right now. Like the babies being beheaded. They can't show you any babies being beheaded. They'll pull at your heartstrings about it and make you think it's going on. But. You know, it's just. The child body count alone makes it clear that this isn't a war against Hamas. It's a war against the Gaza Strip, the people of Palestine. They're expanding their territory. They're doing a final push to get these people off that land. They have taken all that land through force and genocide that's how they've expanded israel and I, I don't know how they've got everybody to support it i know something is really weird in the united states anyway like a lot of our politicians have dual citizenship with israel it's is super weird they don't that don't happen anywhere else by the way where your leaders have dual citizenship with another country. But, we're the muscle of the globalists, and Israel is important to the globalists. My opinion on why is, is because they're Luciferians, and they're looking to bring in Biblical prophecy. Joan says that Ukrainian soldiers are surrendering to Russia because they know they will get treated well there. This took all the attention off the missing children in Maui. 2,400 missing children, as Joan points out. It also took attention off Russell Brand. You know That kind of went away. Not that they won't stop trying to destroy Russell Brand, but they got you to stop... Worrying about protecting Russell Brand. Worrying about trying to figure out what's really going on there. They'll continue their assault on him behind the scenes. But it got everybody to stop talking about that. It got everybody to stop talking about um, the Epstein stuff. The Epstein stuff was getting attention again. They pulled everybody away from that right away. So they got everybody getting distracted. And whenever the media is united like this, that's definitely what they're trying to do. Hundred percent is what they're trying to do. I just wish that I saw people with more more guard up. It's like it's like the skit in the beginning of the show with Ryan Long. He was putting more thought into where to put his support in this than most people do. They just immediately go with their team. Like the Republicans right now for the most part, Lindsey Graham being the worst of the bunch are way in arms about defending Israel. But the Democratic side, too. But at the same time, they are kind of going, hey, this is a little fucked up what we're doing. Some of them. You know, I noticed Joe Biden was at least good enough to go, hey, come on, back off the Gaza Strip people a little bit. You know, we do realize they don't even have a military, don't we? You know, I just refuse to believe with their intelligence system that they can't handle this in a better way. But I also refuse to believe with their defense system, like their Iron Dome in particular, that this even took place the way they say it did. This just seems to me like, okay, we couldn't get people to support World War III through Ukraine. You know, we tried and tried and tried. But we couldn't get them to do it. They wouldn't take the bait. They wouldn't go to war with Russia. But maybe we can force Russia into war in another way. Maybe we can go in do something else we've wanted to do for a while. And, you know, go to war with Iran. Go in that way. Through Israel. I don't know. I, I, all I do know... Is that there's no reason to trust them. There's no reason to believe anything that they say. What? I looked this up. They had a simulation of this in May. Who did? What are you talking about? Who had a simulation? What simulation? You have to give me more information, Joan. Molly says it's weird. I'm sharing live streams that I find, even from mainstream media and regular people on the streets. I'm seeing coverage very slanted and not in the direction you'd think. Israel had a simulation of this kind of attack in May. Mm, that adds to the suspicion. Yeah, Zelensky must feel like the ugly girl at the dance right now. Everybody's going over to support the other war. They allowed this to happen, Joan. You know, Egypt has said they won't support them because... They warned them over and over again that this attack was coming. Jones says they told the military to stand down for the seven hours of the attack. That does not surprise me. How do you paraglide in to some of the most protected airspace on the planet? They have the best air force on the planet. How do you do that? How do you pull any of this off? How do you pull off uh, hundreds of missile attacks through the Iron Dome? And how do you paraglide in to assassinate people at music festivals? And why are they having music festivals in front of concentration camps? I have so many questions. So many questions. I don't even know where to begin. This whole thing is weird. And honestly, I've been turned off since it started. Like I've just been like drained. You know, I don't I don't understand why everybody else isn't drained. This this is too much anymore. This is too much to take. But I've spent way more time than I wanted to talking about it. I know I'm probably going to have to spend half the news on it. It's the biggest story out right now. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think that it is the biggest story out right now. I just think it's getting the most attention. And anytime that's happening, you should be suspicious should always be suspicious when that's going on. But come back. Come back tonight. Because we're not just going to do news. You know, we will. We'll do news. We always do news. But after hindsight news, we'll do Monday Motivation. And that's the important news. It's all news. Monday night is all news. The important part, though, comes in the second half when we talk about how... You can control this reality. You, you can manipulate this reality. You can operate it. You're the master of this realm. I'm going to get into all that tonight on Monday Motivation. So come back tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern for the Sean Yankee Show. But real quick, in just a second, we're going to get into what she said. Now, she said something really deep, and I think we all need to hear it. I I couldn't cut it. I was trying to. I usually try to trim it down. But this one, it's like a nine-minute chunk. She had something important to say, though. So, I think really, right now, we need to listen to that. We need to find out what she said. I know that it was an important one for me. And even on the second listen, it probably still won't get through my thick head. This one's on the topic of forgiveness. I struggle really hard with that. I have a lot of problems with that. It, it's a tough one for me. Maybe it's a tough one for you, though, too. So maybe you need to hear what she said. Let's check it out. Let's find out what she said. And I'll be right back with you on The Morning Yank.
1: happened in the past which either is related to a mistake a person made by himself or sometimes it's related with another person, that another person did something to you. Very rationally looking at this means, so right now you are not feeling well, you are suffering, you are not sleeping well, you cannot, you are not in the mood to do anything. Why? Because there is something still blocked inside of you that continuously every day and every night is sucking your energy because you continuously think about it, turn it around, and think about how, why it happened. Yes, and we are 8 billion people in this world and I'm sure everybody would find something and that fits into this type of explanation of a situation sometimes unfair people treat you in a way that feels very unfair to you and it is stuck inside of yourself and sometimes you are taking decisions and something goes wrong and you are blaming yourself at the same time but there is that saying afterwards everybody is more intelligent But now there are people that went through these type of situations but found a way to move on. What did they do? And once again we're ending at the point that there is something we need to learn. That we need to add into our personal toolbox and that one is to learn what it means to let go of something. To let go that you are blaming yourself is for example with the story of Confucius. Everybody is walking through this lifetime making faulty actions. Making it faulty or making it wrong the first time is not a problem because you must have made it wrong in order now to rethink, to become more intelligent and figure out the solution. It only then becomes a mistake if you continuously do it wrong over and over again without taking the past into consideration what happened before and repeat that mistake. This is the real mistake. But without any experience in a certain field, how could you know better what decision to take? So in a way, what I'm saying is, there is no reason to blame yourself. Especially not if sometimes these decisions were first-time decisions, where you just had no experience before. But this is the whole point why it's important to sometimes be faced with different challenges with different problematic situations for you to turn on the intelligence and find a solution but if after the first time you're already giving up then there's no outcome then there's nothing that you have learned the only thing that you're remaining right now is regret and sorrow, which is neither going to bring you forward nor anything else, because you have not understood the message yet why you ended up in that situation. You need to overcome it. Your next level, your next level of development comes in the moment where level one is solved. You found a solution for level one. Now challenge number two. Next level. As long as you don't find the key for level number two, stay there. Many years repeating over and over again until you see it. And this is like the way now how it can maybe help if that mistake was up to your own Uh, let's say behavior and the second way that maybe helps is to just understand just like the tea before you do not know where people come from you do not know through what type of situations other people went through sometimes external people are overwhelmed with their own life which is why not always is in their own control and this is why sometimes people talk things that they don't mean like that and why sometimes people do things without knowing the consequence of it and so instead of blaming them also for it it can help if you just understand and try to Project it at least as good as you can towards them that you feel compassion for them because he or she is the same like you. The situation is just different. The circumstances are just different. But if somebody is full and filled, if I'm complete, where the hell should I come up with the idea of causing you suffering the only reason I would ever come up with something like this is because I'm unhappy with something about my life itself I'm missing something I haven't found myself I'm not complete that's why I start blaming other ones that you are all responsible why I have this this stupid job whatsoever then it's always easy but why because i have the unhappiness i'm unhappy that's why i want the world to know i'm unhappy that's not something to blame this is a personality to have pity for this is a personality to wish him hopefully he will find his peace one day and of course Some people will say there are things that can never be forgiven. Number one, they will be forgiven. And number two, this statement, it's only gonna make your heart, your life harder. Because the person who caused the trouble to you, maybe he's right now even lying somewhere in Hawaii, having a great time. He did that mistake that you suffered But you are the one right now, still sitting here, not forgiving, suffering while he is enjoying his party. Something's wrong about that view. If he made the mistake, he should be the one suffering, but not you. So what does it mean if you don't find a way to let it go? It remains with you and you suffer with it. It's your choice. What is the alternative? Revenge is another field. But revenge is not going to recreate balance. Why? Because at least in our tradition, we say, nowhere in this whole world did hate ever ended hate somebody hates you you hate back it's not going to end it nowhere hate is never the solution for hate now it sounds so fluffy but just like the buddha said there's only one reason one way how to end the hate by its counterpart by understanding Hate wants to separate. Hate wants to cut off. The opposite of it is, you have the force, you want to combine, you want to connect. And it's the harder way of having compassion with a person that gives you hate. And it's even harder to even start to develop the feeling of love towards that person. That's why we call it, it is a practice.
2: I need to practice then because that's hard for me. You know, it's really hard for me. That's something I really need to work on. Letting things go. You know, like you were saying, if I'm still upset about something, that person might be chilling on a beach somewhere. The person that wronged you, living their best life. And you're just hurting yourself, holding on to that. But it's hard to let go, right? Like like he was saying, some things are unforgivable. You just can't get past them. But what fucked me up about what she said was they will be forgiven. They ain't up to you. Ultimately, that will be forgiven Whether you like it or not. And you spent all this time carrying that hate inside. Only hurting yourself. But it's hard, right? Because you feel like you're rewarding the bad behavior. You're making it okay what was done. I don't know. I know I'm wrong, but I'm being stubborn. And I I need to learn to forgive. I've been trying to. I've been trying to start small. So in my mind, trying to just focus on littler things and forgive people for those. Things I didn't even know I was holding on to. I think I'm doing okay. Kind of. Do you have arguments in your head? Like, Master she brought it up in the video. Where you just... These things that happened in the past and you reenact them. Try to unlock them. Try to figure out what actually took place. I do that. And you waste a lot of energy doing that. Packing and unpacking things. Trying to figure out what went wrong. What happened why things happened the way they did. When really you just can't figure it out. And it just is what it is. It's hard for me to accept that though. It's hard for me to accept that as an answer. You know. It's tough. I thought we would look at a little bit of news. You know, at this point in the Yank, we usually talk news. Talk about what's going on. It was really hard for me to find things that didn't have to do with Israel. So, anything you see in here that didn't have to do with Israel, know that I searched to find it. But Elon Musk is back in the media. Apparently, he was shooting his guns. He's got a gun collection. He likes guns. He's got a really nice gun right there. What is that, like a fifty cal? I have no idea what that is. It's a big gun, though. And there he is shooting it. Defending the Second Amendment, they say. I don't trust Elon Musk, you know. I think he's a figurehead. He's garnering up support. So he's pushing now for the second amendment. Good. He's been pushing for the first amendment. I like that. These are both important things. I just don't trust Elon. You know, I have I have side eye, serious side eye when it comes to him. But it's not like I'm anti gun. I'm pro-gun. I'm pro second amendment. You know, Babel's just got a gun. I was surprised at how easy it was. I didn't even know she was going to get one. And then we were at the store, and I'm like, oh, okay. Right on. So you're getting a gun. I figured it would take like seven days. I thought there was a seven-day waiting period. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. That's some bullshit. It took like an hour. for a handgun. I'm like, well, right on a Glock. I don't know anything else about it. Nine millimeter Glock. I think Zach said it had some military applications, might be a military hardware the the kind of that they give to the military. I'm not sure. I really don't know. But it looked really nice. I haven't I haven't used it. She went to the shooting range, but I wasn't with her. This article here, Gronkowski. I don't. I don't know who this is. this is. A sports ball guy, though. I. I know. I recognize him at least that much. He's a sports ball guy, pretty famous. Talking about how biological men shouldn't be allowed to compete in women's sports. It's kind of weird that this even needs to be a conversation, but it does. And he's right. Biological men should not be allowed to compete in women's sports. It's a no-brainer. You know, it got a little out of hand. It still is a little out of hand in some realms. In my mind, I'm thinking right now of combat sports. So in MMA, I think there's two right now, biological men fighting women, which is just fucking outrageous. But, you know, like that swimmer, what was Leah something, Leah Thompson or whatever? He's starting to get pushed out of women's sports now, but he was able to dominate it for a little while. Things like that, though, that shouldn't happen. Bronk Bronk is absolutely right here. I totally agree with him. Thumbs up. Yeah, you shouldn't have to say this, though. It, It goes without saying, I think. Just common sense. You shouldn't have men competing against women. you know exactly there's really no argument it's just it's easy the thousands are fleeing Gaza as Israel moves full steam ahead with military invasion that will slaughter innocent women children and civilians And everybody's quiet. Everybody's being really silent about what Israel's doing right now. I don't think that would be happening if anyone else was doing what they're doing right now. And then again, calling back on the thing we started with. People are having trouble figuring out where to put their support or how to feel about this. Evil is evil, even done in the name of good. I can't support it. I don't support any of it. And as far as Hamas goes, it's horrible what they're doing, or what they did, and what they're doing. Who's who's behind them, though? Let's not forget who created these boogeymen. They made them. So they could serve their purposes. And they've been very useful to them. For a long time. Just, this is just true. When people have brought up, well, how did we get our land? Americans. How did we get the United States from the indigenous people? A lot like this. It's just terrible to see it. But they are bombing this shit out of men, women, and children. Unarmed men, women, and children. With no military, no way to fight back other than throwing rocks. Bombing the shit out of them with phosphorus bombs even. And justifying it with Hamas, which is a terrorist organization that they created. And, you know, everything that took place is horrible. But who's being the terrorist right now? So something like Hamas gives Israel the justification to do things they want to do, move things forward and to pull off things for them that they can't that they can't justify. But it gives them the ability to pull off false flags like what took place. And that's what I think that was a false flag so they can finish off Gaza. No matter what it was, I don't support war. And I definitely don't believe the media, and I don't believe our government and the military-industrial complex. And I'm not going to take their word for why we should go to war. But the House is getting a little bit closer to being able to vote on our involvement in that war, because now they've nominated a speaker. Looks like Jim Jordan has clinched the speaker nomination. And they will be voting on that. Wait, he clinched it on Friday. So they're probably voting on it today. And he may be Speaker of the House by the time we do news tonight. Who knows? But then they'll be able to move forward. Maybe we put boots on the ground. Maybe we send our own troops over there to kill innocent people. I don't know, we're going to find out, but we'll be able to make some moves now. Because this guy pulled out Steve Scalise, and Jim Jordan's probably going to get it. You know, that kind of just went away with Trump. They were saying Trump was going to be Speaker of the House. That just kind of fizzled out and turned into nothing. This article on the screen right now is talking about Inflation. And how true inflation is probably about 17%. I think it's higher than that. Depending on what you're talking about, you know. Because you're being hit everywhere from the gas pumps to the grocery store. But it's at least 17%. And there's just, this says hurting Americans, but I think crippling Americans is more like it. Things are tightening more and more for, for people. It's getting tough. It's getting real hard, and it's what's making it really tough for people to think straight. You got endless propaganda being thrown at you from every direction. And then your survival instincts are being triggered because it's getting so hard to get just get by. Keeps you in high alert. This is gas prices in California on the screen right now. $7.99. That's outrageous. It's around $350 here for regular gas. Diesel's around four bucks. It's just horrible. It's like I was telling Zach. It wasn't that long ago. I remember when gas first went over a dollar. And it rapidly went up in the last just few years. It was under, it was under two bucks when Trump was president. But I'd be really careful what you believe and what you trust especially moving forward. I, I would not put it past our intelligence agencies to do some kind of false flag attack. Um, Hamas declares global jihad. And again, Hamas is created by the Mossad, so I don't trust anything coming out of them either. And this gives just a green light for terrorism again. Here we go with this. So we spent, what, three or four years on virus. Now we're back to terrorism. We keep having these invisible, undefeatable enemies that are very useful to them. Just, you know, blank face. Like this this image on the screen is perfect. Just blank face, blank. Blank everything. Terrorism is a very useful weapon of theirs, which is why they create and why they use it. Jim Jordan didn't get enough votes. They already voted on it. It's only it's only 10 a.m. Oh well, I guess they don't get he don't get to be speaker. I'm not sure. I'll have to find out what's going on. I don't know what's happening, but Jones says Jim Jordan didn't get enough votes. Why did I go blank? I think I got confused. Dion's comment, $355. What does that mean? And why did I let that throw me off? So I saw this comment, $355. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, is that $355 for gas where you're at? That's probably what it is. that makes sense now? Now it makes sense. How how do they afford to live in like California or New York? You see some of the prices and the cost of living there. You just have to wonder how does like a fucking McDonald's exist there? How is a Walmart a business there? How do their employees survive? I wonder that all the time. You see these huge cities with exorbitant cost of living and you're like, how do they have regular things? How do they have restaurants and and people to, you know, serve them coffee in the morning? How is that a thing? How do these people survive? 389 where Joan is. Gas is outrageous and that's a constant fee on the poor. You know, something you can't avoid paying. You're just constantly being nickeled and dimed at the pump. Well, I want to thank everybody for coming. For taking part and for hanging out at the Morning Yank today. And I remind you To come back tonight for Hindsight News and Monday Motivation. But until next week. That's all folks. Y'all have a great day. God bless.